Well, greetings. V and C have just gave the room a light turn and we are ready to step into room 1408, an in-depth and somewhat irreverent examination of all things Stephen King and all media. I am your host, the hotel manager. Let's sit down together, pour some brandy and talk. And remember, electronic devices do not work well in here. Oh. Um, I just want to say hello, everybody out there. Um, I am the hotel manager, and um, I just love Stephen King. We'll just talk about it. But before we go into all of that, I just want to give a big shout out and thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I want to give a shout out and thank you um, to Anchor, which is what I'm working through. It is a fantastic podcast service. I'm using it right now. Um, and you can too. It is absolutely free to use. Um, you can just download the app onto your mobile phone or go down or go to anchor.fm uh, to get started. It has all the tools you need. It has bumper music and interludes. It has everything you need to get your podcast started. Uh, once it's put up there, once it's done and recorded, you can upload it right up. I mean, they will upload it and um, and they'll put it right into uh, some outlets like Spotify, like Apple Podcast and uh, so many others. And it's absolutely free to use. Uh, you can even monetize it and uh, you can earn a little money with, you know, no minimal listenership or viewership. Um, and as I said, it's absolutely free. So uh, check these guys out. Use them. I love them. Um, like I said, download the app Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, just like the uh, naval device. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, so I guess we should start from the beginning on who I am. As I said, I am the hotel manager. Um, you can call me Mr. Olin or not. And um, a little bit about myself. I've been an avid reader since I can remember. My, I've been told that I learned how to read before I learned how to walk. Um, still am. Uh, I guess you could say that I'm a literati and I like a lot of things that are literary based that are in all types of medium, film, television, comic books, things like that. And uh, I guess I got my love of reading from my mother, who was a fantastic, is a fantastic woman, still alive. And she was a voracious reader in general and good Christian woman that she was, she loved horror. <laughs> I could recall growing up in Chicago in our little apartment where we had so many books lying around the house and she had so many tons of horror paperbacks. The scarier the cover, the better. And they were just spread out on coffee tables, on end tables, on dining room and kitchen tables. And my brothers often tried to scare me 
with some of these things. I can remember my brothers chasing me through the house with the original Flowers in the Attic uh, paperback. That was the one that had, you know, you, you open it up and, you know, you, you had it closed and the windows were cut up. And they had little, um, the images of the children, the paintings of the children in little windows in the front cover. Once you lift the cover, it has the full painting of the creepy matron looking down upon the children. And yeah, my brothers were like that. But it turned me on. As I said, I love to read. I've read comics, I've read novels, I've read newspapers and publications and things like that. Um, I knew of Stephen King as a kid. But I didn't really get into him until the 1980s when I was in high school and I read tons of his stuff there. Um, the first full Stephen King novel I recall reading um, was probably Pet Cemetery. And that just kind of started it for me. And I didn't look back. And in fact, I went back to read a lot of things that have been, you know, on my bucket list and uh, stuff that I have yet to read. <clears throat> They're still on my bucket list, stuff that I've gone back to read to and stuff and, and gone back to read before that, you know, Salem's Lot, The Shining, Carrie, things like that. And um, anyways... Yeah, anyways, and I've also read some things uh, that were that I saw that were adapted in other media, and I kind of do this debate on which was better, which was better. Um, I'm probably going to save an episode of... Uh, I'm probably going to save an episode for The Shining in particular, because I'm... Well, depending on what side of the coin you're on... I'm going to take the unpopular opinion regarding the adaptation of The Shining by Stanley Kubrick versus the original novel. Not going to go into it yet. I'm saving that for another episode. But that is about... That's about it with me. Um, I can tell you what I'm currently going through right now. I had just recently got Stephen King's latest collection of novellas, If It Bleeds. And... Um, instead of reading it in the order that it's put out, I'm actually reading the title book first because it's sort of a follow-up to The Outsider, which I thought was amazing. Um, haven't seen the HBO adaptation of it yet. It looks fantastic, but I might get around to doing that. I don't own HBO. Maybe it'll come out in some home release, and I'll probably check it out then. Uh, I ain't rich, <laughs> which is why I'm doing this. Um, but I'm losing my train of thought here. Uh, but yeah, I'm currently, yeah, I'm currently reading, uh, if, if it bleeds and it is so far so good. It's great. Um, but you're probably wondering why the title, uh, room 1408, uh, 1408 podcast. Well, it is, uh, it's fairly simple, you know. Uh, 1408 was one of those uh, stories that I had read years after the fact. It just kind of crept up on me, and I just simply adored. It was amazing. Um, 
the adaptation with John Cusack and um oh my god I can't remember his name he played Mace Windu and in Star Wars hmm oh my goodness I am just blanking out here this is the first show jitters uh oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god uh Samuel L. Jackson yes I'm staring at him right now I'm in my little hovel I'm looking at episode two attack of the clones and as I was looking away trying to think, I see have the poster for Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. And not only his name is printed on there and under the credits of the stars, here is a lovely picture of him by uh, Drew Struzan, who made those really amazing Star Wars movie posters and novelization covers. But I'm, but I, uh, I digress again. <laughs> I kind of lose my train of thought here, so. Full stop here. I'm working with a lot of script. What I said this, what I said in the beginning, my little intro, that was scripted. Everything else, just kind of walking a tightrope here. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, 1408 adaptation with John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson. Fantastic movie. I highly recommend it. Um, but I wanted to, uh, I said I, I chose the name for my podcast for that because it's something that's really inside and only King fans would know. And plus, you know, they already did the whole 237 thing (laughs) already, that ridiculous documentary about the various um, the various theories about Stanley Kubrick's adaptation of The Shining. And 1408, I think it's just it's just one of those slow burn short stories. It's um, it's the it's the classic case of the tale told around the campfire. There's not a whole lot of there's there's very little setup. There's a haunted room. A skeptical writer goes investigates it. Shenanigans happen, and um, I love the fact that it's just so simple and it just builds upon itself. So I was immensely happy <clears throat> when I saw the uh, adaptation. It it added a little bit of it, but it didn't overshadow the core of that tale told around the story. It was still that, you know, the room is just screwing with this guy because he didn't believe. In fact, I had recently reread, um, I had recently reread 1408. I don't know, this is, I lost count on how many times I've reread it. But I want to read it especially before this podcast so I can just give you my ideas about it and why I chose uh, 1408 as the name of the, uh, of the podcast. But um, I completely forgot that in the beginning... Um, how poor Mr. Olin was just pleading, pleading Mike Enslin to not go into the room. And Mike Enslin was saying that I don't believe any of these things. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in goblins. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But it was Mr. Enslin said, it's your lack of belief that's going to do you in. And, um... Smash cut towards the end of the story, 
I would say spoilers, but anybody who tunes into a Stephen King podcast probably knows this already. And if you don't, it's part of the collection of everything's eventual. Go pick it up. It's great. Um, and uh, towards the end, where uh, he... Towards the end, where he sets himself on fire to get out of the room. And the other fellow who sees him begins to, you know, dumps his whole t- dumps his ice on him to put out his fire, to put out the fire, ice that he got from the ice machine. But then that fellow starts to get attracted by the room and he starts to go into it. And Mike, with his half burned arm, grabs a guy and say, don't, it's haunted. And at that moment, the room just shut. And I believe it was at that point that Mike's belief in the power of 1408 just caused it to realize. He, he came to an understanding. and it, The room, he came to an understanding of it. The room said, okay, you know what I'm about. Closing the door, that's it. And I thought that was just a nice touch. Uh, but I think I'm kind of getting ahead of myself because I didn't want to talk about the short story and as to why I wanted to choose it there. Because, you know, it's... Um, it's a great because you know amazing things terrible things have happened in that room and you can say the same thing for Stephen King novelizations and his short stories his novels his novellas his teleplays that amazing things had happened terrible things have happened terribly wonderful things and wonderfully terrible things have happened in his books and I figured 1408 just sort of encapsulates all of that that happened Stephen King. Plus, my art studio is called Room 1408 in my house. In fact, uh, if you look at the um, outside, if you look at the um, the profile picture that I have for this podcast, it's just my door into my art room. Um, once I get other things set up, uh, you'll probably be able to get see pictures of what it looks like on the inside and things like that. And amazingly, I don't have a lot of Stephen King related paraphernalia on the walls or on the floor or anything like that. But um, I have his books. I think that's more. I think he'd appreciate that more that I would have just stacks of his books rather than a big old poster of Pennywise the Clown or something like that. Um, but that is where I'm coming from. Um, yeah. I mean, I wish I could go on longer, but as I said, this is my absolute first episode. I don't want to go on too long. I don't want to go on too short. I'm at the 15-minute mark here. I can't believe I'm doing this much talking, but you know what? But you know what? Um, I get a chance to talk about this and I get a chance to hopefully engage with people out there. Um, I appreciate this. I appreciate Anchor for allowing me to get on this platform to maybe even make a little money off of it. (laughs) Um, We'll see. We'll see if this takes off or if it lands. But you know what? I think uh, the old saying goes that Anybody who says they've never tr- never failed 
probably never tried. And I'm trying this, you know. I've done a lot of things in my entire life. I've been in the Navy. Um, I've been in bands. I've done art. I've written in zines and local publications. I've been a musician in several bands. I'm surrounded by basses. <laughs> I'm surrounded by basses. I'm surrounded by my artwork. Uh, and, um, yeah, I'm giving this a shot, you know. <laughs> and the... Uh, I guess anybody can do it, but it's just a matter of should anybody do it, and hopefully I'll be one of those people who can. But uh, like I said, this is enough about me. Uh, we want to talk about Stephen King. We'll definitely do that. Um, I don't know where I'm going to put up the next episode, um, but when it comes up, it comes up. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Anchor once again for this opportunity, and if you like what you hear... Tune in. Let your friends know. Um, Room fourteen oh eight podcast is what it is. It's Anchor uh, from Anchor's page. I'm on. Like I said, I'm on Spotify right now. It, it gives me. It lets me know updates on where I'm at. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts and a whole bunch of other places um, whose names escape me. SoundCloud, I think, as well. Um, but um, yeah, if you do have any suggestions or any ideas or if you just want to say hey this is a great thing or hey you're full of crap i like clive barker more uh you can definitely email me um my email is hotel dolphin room 1408 at gmail.com you'd be surprised how many 1408 gmail accounts are out there so i had to pick this one um but thank you very much, Constant Reader. I appreciate you uh, stopping to listen for this. Hopefully, I'll get more in-depth and more content. And like I said, I would love to hear what you want to, re- want to read about. If it's a book that I've already read or a story I've already read, I would love to talk about that. Or if it's one that I haven't read, because full disclosure, I've not read all of Stephen King. Uh, my mom probably has. Um, and full disclosure... I haven't read all this stuff. If there's something that say, hey, can you read this? And I will say, yes, I will if I have or if I have it, I will get right on it because I want this to be generated by you because I will run out of ideas eventually. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, looking forward to talking about the good and the bad of Stephen King because, you know, not everybody bats a thousand. And uh, you take care, constant reader. And um, as once was said in the uh, original Tales from the Dark Side series from the 1980s, until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. <laughs>